Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. In today's topic, we're going to discuss Make It Make Sense. When will sanity make a comeback? So the past couple of weeks have been kind of crazy here in the U.S. And one of the reasons I'm doing this episode is because I wanted to share with some of my students overseas. Again, I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but I do teach English part-time and a lot of my students are overseas. And so a lot of crazy laws, (laughs) laws and mandates have been coming down the pipeline from the U.S. government. And so I just wanted to do this episode to help people get a better understanding, if you will, at least my students, of kind of what's been happening and my opinion on it, of of course, as well. So let's just jump right into it. So the past couple of weeks, we've had some really, really interesting things come down the pipeline. We've had basically Texas <laughs> stating that um, no abortions can be done in that state, basically, because, again, they are the way that this rule is set up. And again, please be sure to check out the Hustle and Faith website. I'm going to have tons of articles referencing everything that I discussed today. Okay. So the Texas abortion rule basically is stating that it is going to be illegal, regardless of cases, (laughs) what the instance may be for a woman to get abortion. Then a couple weeks later, we had, um, you know, Joe Biden decided to issue some sort of decree, if you will, like he's a king, um, (laughs) issuing a vaccine mandate. So uh, let me go back and discuss what each of these kind of rules and mandates are, are trying to target. So in Texas, it's basically stating that even in cases of rape or incest or anything of that nature, regardless of how heinous the crime might be, and if the woman gets pregnant, they are not able to get an abortion. Then we have the vaccine mandate, and that is basically trying to, the government is essentially trying to bully, okay, bully small businesses into forcing their employees to take the COVID-19 vaccine. And again, because it can't do, the government cannot force its uh, its, its citizens to take this vaccination, they essentially have come up with a not so subtle way of forcing Americans to get the COVID-19 vaccine. So the way they're doing this is by forcing employers that have 100 employees or more that those employees either have to be, um, you know, in order for them to come to work, they have to be tested weekly if they choose not to get the vaccine or they could get the vaccine. Now, as with anything, uh, a lot of this has not been ironed out and it's still in the works, but I just had to <sighs> calm down because my I am of the mindset that the government needs to get out of the business of policing people's bodies, okay? If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. These, this, this is total overreach, in my opinion, of what the government is doing. And these people aren't even qualified 
to run their own households, if you ask me, okay? And by the way, I am not affiliated with any political party. I think both of them suck. They really do. Neither one have my interest in mind whatsoever. It's just the matter of one party gives the appearance that they care more than another party does, but neither party cares, okay? I am team Jesus all the way, <laughs> okay? So... My opinion is that the government, again, needs to get out of the business of policing people's bodies. Let's go back to the Texas abortion rule. The irony in this situation is that the main folks that are implementing this rule, these rules, are probably the exact same men that are going out there having mistresses and those mistresses get pregnant. I'm going to tell you right now, those are the same guys that are going to have the access to figure out, using air quotes, how to have that mistress if if they so choose to do so have an abortion okay so the folks that are making these rules aren't even abiding by their own rules okay and and trust me take take a look at all these politicians you can't tell me that they're not going to find the means if need be that they find themselves in this situation that they're not going to make it happen right and by the way, in, in terms of abortion, I am pro-life and pro-choice. And I know that may be confusing for some. I do not believe in people having abortions all willy-nilly. But in cases of rape or incest or the mother's life is in danger, you know, then I can understand that being an option. But to just take it off the table completely without um, just just to take it off the table completely without, you know, having those situations be taken into consideration is absolutely wrong. And it makes no sense. Again, the government needs to get out of the business of policing people's bodies. OK, what happens, what I do with my body has nothing to do with anyone else. It really doesn't. OK, it's between that person, their doctor and God. That's all that matters. OK, and in terms of these vaccine mandates, which, by the by the way, is not a law. OK. Mandates and laws are different. So in terms of this, it is a not so subtle way of Joe Biden trying to force people into doing what he wants them to do, which is to take the COVID-19 uh, vaccine. Now, again, if you want to take the vaccine, go for it. If you don't want to take the vaccine, go for it. But it should be your choice. And I know that may anger some people. But here's the thing. If you took the vaccine, you willingly took the vaccine. OK, that was your choice. If someone doesn't want to take the vaccine, that's their choice as well. OK, that is their choice as well. And I know some people are going to be upset about that. But here's the thing. If you force that person to take the vaccine and they didn't want to take the vaccine and they get an adverse reaction, they're the ones that are have to, that are going to have to deal with the consequences of getting that vaccine that they didn't want to get in the first place. OK, and there are lots of people out here with allergies, me being one of them. Uh, <laughs> there are lots of folks out here with allergies and other situations that are, you know, that should be taken into consideration. And they shouldn't have to explain why they don't want to take this vaccine to other people. That should be their choice. Just like the flu shot, just like any other vaccine out there, it really should be that person's choice. And if those who are vaccinated have an issue with that, Again, I, I don't even know where the issue would be because the vaccine is supposed to protect you. It's supposed to protect you yourself. If you are so worried about the efficacy of this vaccine decreasing due to other people not taking it, that is a personal problem. 
Because here's the thing. If you are depending on someone else else to jeopardize their health in order to make sure that your health is intact, how is that fair? It's not. It's not fair at all. And the thing that drives me crazy the most about this ridiculous vaccine mandate is that, I don't even know where to begin on this, the very folks that he's going after are poor people already, okay? You're literally trying to impose yet another thing on top of the folks that you supposedly were trying to be the champion for. You know, I hate how the government turns it on and turns it off. We're doing this for your protection. No, you're not doing this for my protection. You're doing this because it's you want to see how far you can control people. And that's what this is coming down to. It, it's it's really, to me, getting very scary and disturbing. That is one of the reasons why I've been limiting my watching the news, because I just wake me up when it's all over. <laughs> just like the Aloe Black song. I'll leave that in case you guys are curious. Um, the lyrics to that song could not be more true. But it is just getting out of hand. And the government keeps saying, now we're doing this to protect you. Why don't you protect folks in the ways that they asked to be protected? Last year, a whole bunch of protests <laughs> went on. Uh, police brutality has not gotten any better. And I'm sure a lot of folks are probably thinking, oh, oh, but, but we haven't heard anything. Yes, you probably haven't heard anything. A lot of mainstream media is just not covering these stories anymore. And on top of that, there are so many other areas that the government could be helping out their citizens, and they choose not to, right? And here's another thing when it comes to that vaccine mandate. In the event that you have an adverse reaction, who do you think is going to pay for that, okay? So your company is going to do everything in their power to get out of paying for that. And I get upset when I think about stuff like this because a lot of us think that we have an Oh, I've got good insurance. I've got Blue Cross Blue Shield. I've got United Health. I've got Humana. And you name your insurance and you talk about, oh, I got insurance. I'm good. Let me tell you firsthand your insurance doesn't mean a hill of beans when it comes time to actually use it. I know that firsthand from experience of watching my dad when he was fighting um, his battle with colon cancer. And I know the experience of my own personal experience when I was sick a couple years ago. So if you think <laughs> that your insurance is going to help you out, if you think that your company is gonna have your back, oh, don't worry about it, we'll, we got you covered. No, they're gonna do everything under their power to figure out a way to get rid of you and get someone else in your role. Again saw that firsthand. That's what's going to end up happening. And it's so frustrating because all of that could have been avoided had you not been bullied into trying to get a vaccine to make other folks happy. So that is, again, the government really needs to get out of the business of policing other people's bodies. And if these companies are smart, like I'm, I'm going to, again, leave some articles on the website. If these companies are smart, if I owned a company, I would fight tooth and nail against this because this is an overreach. It is an obvious, obvious overreach. If you really, 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 really want to com combat COVID-19 and you want to make sure that, you know, if you really do have a desire for your, com 
for your employees to get back to the office. Again, I don't understand why. There are so many tech companies that run remote, but whatever. If you want to deal with the real estate costs, be my guest. But if you are really, really, really itching to get back to the office, focus on air filtration. My goodness, that's what we need to be focusing on. We're not going to vaccine our way out of this issue. We're not going to lock down our way out of this issue. You can issue all the mandates, all the the ridiculous laws. None of this is going to help. None of it's going to help. You know, and and I feel like the most like COVID-19 is here to stay. And I feel like I'm not trying to trivialize this in any way, shape or form. But the recovery rate for COVID-19 is 97%. So in the event that you get COVID, you have a 97% chance of recovering, okay? What is going to help increase that level of your recovery is making sure that your immune system is intact. Like for the life of me, if we really want to focus on trying to ensure that people are in a position to fight back about, fight back against COVID-19, then why aren't we focusing on what can we do to strengthen people's immune systems? You know, and and the government has no one to blame but themselves. All this flip-flopping, the CDC changes every five minutes. The FDA is basically in bed with the um, pharmaceutical companies. I mean, oh, and definitely check out the website because it's super interesting how a lot of the Federal Reserve folks are also have tons of stock in fiber. Hmm, Super interesting. And even in my state, the Governor Pritzker, who is definitely not the bastion of health, uh, bastion of the picture of health, he has money and testing testing sites. And um, yeah, a lot of these folks have shares and money tied to this pandemic. So it is in their best interest for this to continue. And it's so funny. I saw this one article that said, when will the pandemic end? I think it was on LinkedIn. And it was the perfect response to me. It it just totally spoke to my soul. The moment people stop allowing the government to stop pushing them around. And that I could not agree with that comment anymore because that's what it's coming down to. I mean, you, a virus is always going to continue to mutate. So I mean, if you want to continue to get vaccine after vaccine after vaccine after vaccine, and at some point in time, I'm sure you're probably going to end up with a reaction of some sort, you know, that's your right. And if you choose not to go that route, that is your right as well. Okay, it's the people just need to like get out of the business of policing other people's bodies. Okay, because if your happiness is tied to someone else, someone else's health, you know, at it, the expense of someone else's health being jeopardized in order to make your vaccine better or more potent or whatever, you know, that's not fair either. So both parties should have the ability to choose how they decide to operate in their own body. That's just not right. And if I were a business, I would fight back tooth and nail against this because it's just ridiculous. It doesn't even make any sense. And here's the funny thing. Some of the rules are different in different countries. So now you're going to have employees in the U.S. You're going to mandate vaccines here and then overseas. Oh, your country doesn't allow us to, (laughs) your country doesn't allow us to, um, what is that? Uh, 
you know, gain this type of information. So, you know, go back to the office whenever you want. Like it just it, it's it does it like at some point in time, can we please just use common sense and do what's best for you? And to me, here's the thing. If you really want folks to go back to the office, operate that sucker like you, the gym does. Sign a waiver because you don't know where you're going to catch COVID. If you catch COVID, where you're going to catch it. You can't solve for everything. Just like the gym does, I would just sign, have my employees sign a waiver. Hey, if you decide to come into the office, you know, it's your own risk, blah, blah, blah. I mean, this is life. Life is full of risk, right? You go to the gym, you have to sign a waiver. Same thing. Go to work, sign a waiver. Because at this point, we cannot, or otherwise, I, I feel like you could be still holding yourself liable for a lawsuit anyway. Because vaccinated people and an unvaccinated people can still catch and spread COVID. So what are you really accomplishing? Nothing. It makes me laugh when I go to restaurants. You know, and again, vaccinated or unvaccinated, I don't care. But it, it this rule has always made me laugh. Like last year, you know, before the vaccines, you know, masks were all the rage. Remember that? Oh, you know, at first the CDC said masks are a joke. Then they said masks afterwards save lives. And now that the vaccines are on the scene and people are saying, well, if I don't want the vaccine, I can just wear a mask. Oh, no, no, no. You know, you got to get the vaccine. That's better than the mask. The mask doesn't do anything. It's like, which one is it? They flip flop every five minutes. So if you're still having confidence in the CDC and the FDA, you know, to each its own. I get it. But I do want people to just question things. I don't I'm not one of those people that just does not blindly follow what is told to me, mainly because this government has never given a reason for someone that looks like me to even really trust them. <laughs> um, especially when I'm just seeing so many different, uh, just seeing so many different things and experience so many different things in my life. And it's just, yeah, whatever. So if I were a business, again, what I would do is fight back against this vaccine mandate, whatever, tooth and nail, because a, a mandate is very different from the law. I would focus on getting my air filtration system and sign a waiver, have the employees sign a waiver if they wanted to go to the office. Again, I am not one of those people because I am team work from home. <laughs> but again, it's, it drives me insane that the government is trying to say that they're trying to protect people. No, if you want to protect your citizens, why don't we focus on the things that you said that you were going to do when you got into office? And again, this is one of the reasons why I don't get into politics because like discussing politics or have any faith in this government because they all lie. All politicians lie. That's all they do. One of the main reasons why Joe Biden is sitting in that office right now is because there was talk about helping out students with their student loans, okay? If you want to help protect folks and and um, make sure that they're, you know, having the best quality of life that they can, why don't we start with urban gardens, you know, making sure that we have foods in certain areas that don't have access to fresh groceries and produce. And student loans is a big thing too, okay? Student loans, I cannot stress that enough. Student loans are primarily taken out by poor folks and, you know, people of color uh, uh, often are the ones that have to bear the brunt of these student loans in order to get an education and try to better themselves in their lives. 
And one of the reasons Joe Biden is sitting in that office right now is because he said that he was going to work on student loan forgiveness. And to date, we have not seen that. We've just seen extensions of pausing payments, but we have not seen any student loan forgiveness. And that's just not right. Okay. It's not right at all. You know, I know that they've come up with a child tax credit. For those of us that don't have kids, that means nothing. (laughs) That means nothing to us. But it would mean everything in the world to not only the parents that have kids, but to also the single folks out there that don't have kids to get rid of the student loans. Because I, I guarantee you both sets of folks have student loans. And if you really want to make a difference, that's one of the ways that you could go about in doing so. And that would be so, that would make such a difference in so many people's lives. Let me tell you this. So I, myself, I, I, I'm, you know, I have about $35,000 in student loans. And honestly, I've just come to the re- realization that I'll probably end up dying with them, which is fine, whatever. I, I got the little sheet of paper and I'm just moving on with my life, you know, but I'm sitting in this condo that I bought during the height of the pandemic, by the way. Um, One of the main reasons why I'm sitting here is, you know, God really blessed me with the ability to have the ability to take advantage of that student loan pause, okay? Not having to put money into the student loan enabled me to save money in other areas, which allowed me to sit in this brand new condo that I bought. I have an awesome nine to five. I've got a great team. I love where I work. I'm good, right? But one of my hobbies is voiceover work, okay? That's one of my passions. I really do enjoy doing that. And I've been so blessed that I had an amazing project that literally enabled me to have the down payment for this condo. I didn't even have to touch my regular paycheck. The money from that project put me in a position to have a down payment for this condo. Now, if I had to pay student loans, (laughs) this could be a different story. It depends. It really does. It depends because I would have had to go through a lot more work to try to figure out How in the world am I going to make this down payment and the student loans and pay my rent at the same time? And that is such a sticky situation to be in. And it just really stinks because that is one of the main reasons why so many people are not able to purchase their own house because they're so like like burdened with all of the student loan debt. And it's just ridiculous. You know, I have, again, I'm so blessed to have the ability to speak with people overseas because to see how they live is so different and how different countries approach education. Why are our fees so high to get books for school? Why are our fees so high just to attend school? You know, I had a really good conversation with one of my students today and she was telling me in Italy, in Italy, It is 14,500 euros to get your master's degree in total, in total, to get your master's degree, 14,500 euros. Are you kidding me? 
over here, you're probably talking like 100K plus to get your master's, you know? And, and again, some people may be like, well, it all depends on what school you go to. Well, let's be honest here. A lot of the folks are, you're, you're paying for a name, right? So if you're going to go for your master's, you're going to try and get into the best school that has the best recognition. So again, a lot of this is paying for a name. And it doesn't make sense to really go to some of the schools that aren't as well known, especially in certain fields, like, for example, medicine, if you're not going to have that name power behind you. So it just doesn't even make sense. A lot of us are paying for names. It's just super, super frustrating. And so that was one of the reasons why, you know, if you really want to help out Americans, why don't we focus on things like, hey, helping people <laughs> have access to food and shelter. Let's let's actually touch on that one. And when I say food, I'm th- talking about like, there's so many food deserts in the U.S., right? Chicago has quite a few of them too. Student loans. And let's talk about homeownership. One of the main reasons why so many people are unable to purchase property is because of the student loans, okay? And another thing, reason why a lot of people are unable to purchase property is because there are so many laws, official and unofficial, that make it very difficult for certain demographics in this country to get to get their own place. So I'm going to be quite honest. Um, I was a little nervous when I made the decision to purchase this condo. And I'm almost 40 years old. Next year, I'm going to turn 40. Wow, that feels so weird to say. But anyway, um, I almost, I, I was so scared purchasing this condo. One of the main reasons, and I know this is ridiculous and I allowed fear and negativity and all these other things to get inside my head. But one of the main reasons why I did not want to get a, a purchase property is because I was so nervous about being stuck with you know, uh, a loan that wasn't in my best interest, being stuck with property that the government may see fit to redesign, whereby my property value would sink and I'd be stuck having to like short sell or maybe not being able to sell it at all. Um, a lot of this, my fears are real. But again, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a religious person, but I wasn't focusing on God. <laughs> um, but again, I was allowing a lot of the things that are real, real obstacles for folks that, you know, especially folks that look like me to overcome. And redlining, that is real. Um, Appraisals, you know, getting um, people not being able to get the correct appraisal amount because of the color of their skin, that is real. All these things are real. And so these were some of the other reasons why I was kind of like hesitant in buying property. But I went ahead, pushed forward, and obviously, you know, now I am sitting in a very beautiful condo with psychotic neighbors, but that's another episode. But <laughs> but again, these are some of the things that I just wanted to get off of my chest, if you will. And also, you know, in the event that you're one of those folks who has a different opinion, totally get it. That's what makes this country beautiful is that we all have the ability to have different opinions. And we also have the ability to take control of our own bodies, right? That That is something that I feel like we should all be able to agree on. And in the event that we don't, we'll just have to agree to disagree.
Before I end this episode completely, you're probably going to notice a difference in audio, and that's because I'm not recording in my home recording studio that I have. Literally, I am recording this um, right after a very interesting conversation that I had with my friend Chris, and he's been on the show before. Chris is a protein scientist, and I will leave a couple of the episodes that he and I have done together in the description as well. So one of the reasons why I felt the need to actually go back and include this conversation in this episode is because it is vastly different how Germany is handling the coronavirus situation in terms of how employees return back to work, how they're looking, uh, how they're viewing infection rates and cases and all of those uh, things. So their approach vastly different to the U.S. And quite frankly, I think it's uh, their approach makes more sense. It seems like all sanity has gone out the window over here. So I wanted <laughs> to give you the opportunity to listen to a different opinion, if you will, a different perspective and see what other countries are doing. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated with what Germany has been doing, and I want you to hear it as well. Here you go. Chris, you and I were speaking about how the, situ the coronavirus situation is currently in Germany. So in the U.S., we recently had that vaccine mandate that we were discussing. And I just want other people to realize the difference in how our countries are approaching the situation. So can you share with me again how you guys are doing that in Germany? Yes, uh, we have uh, three categories. The one is um, the, pe uh, the people who have uh, recovered from an infection. They also count. Then we have the second category that is um, where the people have gotten vaccinated. And the third group is uh, the people they haven't gotten vaccinated or have uh, the infection. So you have uh, the opportunity um, if you are not vaccinated or you haven't been infected to have a test. So, but it depends on the number of cases um, per week related to 1,000 citizens. Uh, there's a specific number. I don't know that off the top of my head. I think it's about 50, more or less. And if the number is lower, then you don't have to have a test as well. And um, and is your company requiring people to state their status? No, no. What we do, so there are a lot of guys uh, that have been vaccinated in our company. However, um, the company is not asking if someone is vaccinated or is not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. But regardless of the status, you have the opportunity to test yourself for free once or twice a week. And uh, it's up to you if you do that. You don't have to do. Um, it's not mandatory. So you but can if still you're... come to the office, right? Or no? I'm sorry? I didn't get can you. Can you still come to the office? Yes, yes, of course. And mm -hmm. of course, if the test is positive, then you have oh, sure. to have to inform your boss, <laughs> however, but um, people get uh, the test, but they don't test themselves because they forget about it or mm -hmm. they are lazy or they test themselves. They're negative, but we have a lot of options. It's not restricted 
and I think it's a good compromise uh, mm-hmm. we we go through, and um, of course the the situation can change any time, and um, yeah, that's uh, the options we have right now in our company or in our city, and uh, but things can change from one day to another. As sure. You know. Yeah, and uh, the rules change, and uh, you cannot comprehend that. It's very difficult, and um, yeah. It's just That's- super interesting to me that your country recognizes that natural immunity trumps the vaccine, because over here you would think, and honestly, it's been touted that that oh no, it's 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 more important that you get this vaccine more so more so than having natural immunity. So it's 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 cool that your country, Germany, actually realizes that because that never made sense to me, and it's probably because they're not getting money. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, if you have gotten the natural infection, that also counts. Yeah. Here. Uh, the question is if. Those people have to be vaccinated uh, later on. I don't know. I cannot judge that. But if you uh, went through the disease, or so that expression, if you have been infected, you have, could have had moderate uh, symptoms or no symptoms at all. That also counts. I mean, uh, wow. it makes, in my opinion, sense. It makes, yes, that makes sense to me too, but that's, common sense is very lost over here at this point in time. So (laughs) I just want to thank you for sharing that part with me and I I really do appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, donating, or making a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.